0: Don't worry, this week's Wolfmania will be over before you know it. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Wolfmania, the podcast. I hope you've had a completely acceptable Christmas period. I'm Andrew Wolfman, and here at the Encyclopedia of Everything, we've reached the heady heights of episode Y. Episode Y, which will be, if my calculations are correct, the 32nd letter of the alphabet, or possibly the 33rd. Yes, we've reached episode Y, on our alphabetical sabbatical. Why for, you're still here, I thought you died. Why for, you'll have noticed Tim hasn't turned up. Why for, yeah, it's just you and me this week. Just you and me, old buddy. And having looked up the listening figures for the last couple of weeks, it might literally be just you and me. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, it would be half the show without you. I'm not strictly sure what's been behind the uh, listener flight of late 2017, the Great December podcast migration. It's not like anything significant's happened in the last week or so, has it? I naturally assumed that everyone spent their Christmas Eves cradling an eggnog nestled in the perfumed bosom of their favourite podcast. Wolfmania, the podcast. Don't be a smartass. Is that not a tradition that's been passed down from generation to generation in your household? Huh, it is here. Back in the last century, the wartime wolfmans would gather round the wireless downloading their favourite episodes, hoping for news from the front or an interview with someone off Saturday Night Live. Earlier still, we'd wait all year for Timpsy the Merrymaker to arrive on horseback with his pods of gargantuan mirth. They were actual pods back then made out of pig bladders, berries and Game of Thrones trivia. Sure, they were messy, but, you know, kids loved it. But not this year, it seems. Oh, no. I've, I've written that bit down. It looks terrible. But not this year, it seems. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. The Wolfmania inbox, that's wolfmaniapodcast at gmail.com, remains surprisingly light on messages from fans saying how much they loved us getting new order. New bloody order, world in motion, ceremony, bizarre love triangle, new order. To come in and cover shaking Stevens' Merry Christmas, everyone. I still think we should have billed them as the comfort and joy division for that one, but uh, but never mind. Worse, we've had absolutely zero congratulatory tweets. Uh, always send your congratulatory tweets to uh, at Andrew WM, the W and M are capital letters, um, praising Tim's tonsil work on our honestly astonishing version of Do They Know It's Christmas, featuring the Hellies for Heroes choir and two actual members of Banana Rama. Last week, we had as many listeners in the Ireland Islands the Orland Islands, the Airland Islands. It's got that A with the little circle over the top. As many listeners in the Airland Islands as we did in every other country on Earth except England, America and Poland. A guy called Ulf. Hi Ulf, I hope the fish are jumping. Somewhere off the west coast of Norway is our fourth biggest territory. I'd sort of thought that by now, I'd have to be changing my trousers every 10 minutes because my pockets won't stop refilling with all the brilliant bitcoins uh, caused by people downloading the new Andrew Wolfman single. The what? The new Andrew Wolfman single. It was released on Christmas morning to moderate fanfare. Critics are calling when I go a heartbreaking work of staggering genius and pitch black seasonal ill will. A punishing five minutes and 17 seconds of DIY death rock disco. It's better than Star Wars and it's only 79p. But seemingly not everyone was queuing outside the record shops. Or even the Wolfmania shop, www.wolfmania.org, slash shop, on Christmas morning. Don't worry, I, I get it. Kung Fu Panda was on. Um... Duly noted for next year. And there are plenty of copies left if you want to go out and uh, snap one up right now. iTunes, eMusic, Amazon, all the usual evil suspects have it. As do we, along with some great new T-shirts and hats and pencils, the sale of which will keep the Wolfmania dream alive for another half an hour. Um, Or you could just go and grab it from Spotify or YouTube or wherever you get your hits for free these days. You will love it. No refunds. Anyway, time is running away with me. And I guess we should address the elephant in the room. Do you know where that phrase comes from, by the way? A a lot of people think it's a a 20th century saying, but no. It goes way back to the days of the earliest circuses. When Timpsy the Merrymaker would drag his beasts of great import and mystery to country fairs. Legend has it that by the end of one such tour of duty, one of the tusked beasts under his tutelage, which was likely to be just a cow with some bits of tree tied to it, could comprehend and speak over 50 words of English. Our elephant is only dimly related, of course. Where is Tim? He is, I'm pleased to say, not here. Now, I'm not pleased to say that he's not here, but he is, I'm pleased to say, not here but wrapped up safe in the wild Southwest with his wonderful family, Jane, Mike and Jess. We attempted to, uh, to record an episode uh, over the phone for you earlier today, but I'm afraid our efforts didn't quite reach Timps' sky-high standards of broadcasting. If we're being honest, I think he got a bit upset when I said that the next episode could be the last one. Well, it will be episode Z. And he was more upset when I gave him an on-the-air performance review. Luckily for him, the audio we recorded is lost forever. I've still got it. Completely unusable, I've got it here, because the broadband in Devon appears to be just that, an actual really wide rubber band. You can sort of hear Tim firing off hilarious zingers, but it does sound like he's sat on top of a giant 56k modem and that he's trying to download a gif from the movie Space Jam. I'd released the ruined episode, it's totally but there are so many burbling loading noises over it that by the end of the episode, you'd probably be able to play Jet Set Willy on your phone. Which, thinking about it, would be completely amazing. I'll talk to the IT interns. So let's take a look at the episode that you could have won. It's the end of the year as we know it, and I feel... Who am I kidding? Pretty terrible. It does seem that I've been racking up loss after loss after loss after loss after loss after loss after loss. After loss, loss, as the year limped on. If I were a weight watcher, I'd be Mr Slinky UK, glumly showing you the massive trousers that I used to wear in a before or after photo. If I were a football manager, I'd be facing a vote of no confidence. He's spent a lot in the summer but results haven't improved and some of the behaviour in press conferences has been a right joke. What do you wear to a vote of no confidence? I always thought I'd be a suit and tie manager or one of those ones that shows his commitment to the club by wearing the entire club shop in the dugout. But the way things are going, the only way I'd end up in the technical area at the moment is dressed as a big furry turtle taking photos with the fans. What would he be called? Nick Furry. In a Samuel L. Jackson outfit. No, probably not. Marie Furry. We all know what New Year means. One drink too many. Enforced fun. And making lots of promises that you know you'll never keep. Oh yes, and lists. Seemingly endless lists. Albums of the year. Movies of 2017. Sausage of the century. That sort of thing. All completely copied from somewhere else. Completely made up. And designed to, one make me look clever, and two, try to sell you some stuff. Which, thinking about it, is pretty much the MO of Wolfmania the podcast. So, I figured if you can't beat them, why not make Episode Y a year-end review? Mostly for Tim. A performance review for Tim. And his attendance this year has been pretty good up till now. It's just a shame that he's not here on New Year's Eve of all evenings. And, uh, I apologise to, to you, the listener, that you'll be missing out on his incredible Jules Holland impression just when we need it most. It's Hootenanny, everybody, with Mavis Staples, Jesse Ware, Jose Feliciano and the pipes and drums of the 1st Battalion of the Scots Guards. He can do it. I, I can't do it. Kerry's from Catatonia, everybody. Well, uh, look, look, I've uh, I've still got some of the uh, the notes I uh, I made on on some of the cultural highlights of the year and they'll probably stay good for the next half an hour uh, once things go past midnight obviously all of this uh, is completely worthless as we move into our list of things to look out for for 2018 and uh, we move on to uh, some some New year's resolutions and and that sort of thing mine's easy just gonna try not to die um, but uh, what well, I've, I've got I've got what looks like three three separate scribbled lists of films for the uh, Wolfmania film of the year here i'm not sure which list is which um, but i can tell you that one list will be films that i say i liked and there's one of films i actually liked um, not going to tell you which is which what do we got here graduation That was about a middle-aged Romanian doctor uh, with a difficult home life. Uh, Call Me By Your Name, Florida Project, Moonlight, The Dark German, uh, Dramedy, Tony Erdman, Darren Aronofsky's Mother, uh, Ghost Story. Then we've got... Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, Wonder Woman, Thor Ragnarok. uh, And if I was trying a little bit harder, The Big Sick, uh, The Love Witch and Whisper It Valerian. Then I found uh, another list which has got... um, Young Guns 2 written on it, Weekend at Bernie's 2, next Friday, The Chronicles of Riddick, Transformers, The Fallen, Van Wilder 2 and Garfield 2, A Tale of Two Kitties. Not sure when I wrote that list or why I wrote that list. Uh, is it sequels that are better than their original film? Sequels that are even worse than the original film? Uh, sequels wherein they just go to Europe for a bit. to to make it, it's exactly the same film, but it's set in London. Uh, That's certainly true of Garfield 2, A Taylor Two Kitties, less so of Next Friday and Weekend at Bernie's 2. No idea. If you have any uh, understanding of why I might have written that on a piece of paper, uh, please uh, do let me know. Uh, None of those are my movie of the year, though. Uh, Listeners to the podcast will know uh, that I'm uh, really a fan of uh, cinema that, that pushes boundaries, Um, with both content and style. uh, A film that would constantly challenge the viewer and has zero compromise and gives zero Fs uh, about consumer expectations of a film of its type. And that is why my film of the year, the Wolfmania Movie of the Year 2017, is Boss Baby. And with that... Film podcasts around the globe. Mark, <laughs> you can practically hear Mark Kermo giving him a sigh of relief as he puts his feet up, realizing that they're not going to be troubled by Wolfmania the podcast. We worked it out. I think uh, Tim says he's seen two films at the, uh, the cinema this year. Uh, one of them was Arrival, which I don't even think was at the cinema this year. And I've seen, uh, I've been to the cinema twice as well. And both of those were to see Star Wars. Uh, one. Uh, with uh, Tim, just so that I could witness his reaction when he got really upset at seeing that big space walrus uh, that gives out the blue milk out of its teats. Um, and then once with a cross-generational family trip uh, with a senior citizen and uh, a 10-year-old boy, and don't worry, the rest of their family as well, uh, just, to, just to see what they made of it and uh, to see if any of my uh, my slight concerns about the new Star Wars film uh, whether whether or not those uh, would be picked up by them. They were not. I'm um, pleased to tell you that they said it was uh, absolutely brilliant and I should stop being so critical and just enjoy myself more. And you know what? They are probably completely correct. Although I would call out a uh, young 10-year-old, let's call him um, Kylo Stanton, um, uh, for, uh, it was interesting to see, you know, I've spent... Weeks and months since the Star Wars film came out, uh, looking on the internet and reading what 40 year old men have to, to say about it. Um, don't really know any young people, um, so it was uh, a pleasure to ask him uh, what he thought of it. And he thought it was absolutely fantastic the second best of all the Star Wars films that have ever been made. Which begged the question, of course, oh, which one's uh, the best one? And uh, he said, uh, uh, the third one. Oh, Started to rib, rib him in a bit about that, saying, what, well, you like Return of the Jedi, the one with all the teddy bears in? And he said, uh, no, uh, that's, uh, that's the sixth one, Grandad. I mean, uh, the third one, Revenge of the Sith. Huh. Interesting. We uh, went through the entire list of them, and, uh, yeah, the uh, Revenge of the Sith is uh, the first one. Uh, this one's the second best one, and the worst one is Empire Strikes Back. So I uh, completely agree with that. I'm, I haven't let that go, have I? I haven't let that go. Cross generational row spoiling a trip to the cinema. Uh, anyway, I don't think we're going to cut it as a, a movie review podcast, but maybe we could move on to uh, musical endeavours—a bit safer ground for us. Let's have a look at uh, what I've got written down for the uh, for the, the, the music of two thousand and seventeen. plenty here. Um, And this being notionally, I suppose, a a comedy podcast, maybe I should uh, read out my uh, notes in the style of a generic European fanzine reviewer. Uh, (laughs) It's been a good year for a lot of 40-something Wolfmania favourites this year. It's a big year for Manuel Music, or maybe we shouldn't. Uh, But it has been a a good year for a lot of the uh, uh, a lot of the uh, dependable bands uh, dependable acts that I've been banking on for years making dependably great records uh, The Mountain Goats Goths is the best album about Gene Loves Jezebel you'll ever hear outside of a Gene Loves Jezebel fan convention there's welcome returns for Mark Eitzel uh, St Vincent's Mass Seduction* is a gloss pop triumph I have written this in the style of a Belgian fanzine uh, reviewer Hello I am Pepe Le Punk St Vincent's Mass Eduction is a gloss pop triumph the Kurt Vile Courtney Barnett is not Belgian anymore, is he? The Kurt Vile and Courtney Barnett album um, uh, was brilliant. Probably started out as a sniggering giggle about, "Hey, we could be uh, like Kurt and Courtney," um, but it it fleshed out into a laid back, lackadaisical masterpiece. Essentially, it sounds a bit like Pavement, uh, and that's a, a cheap way to get into my albums of the year list. Um, even that Beck album that nobody liked would sound all right if you're on a at a beach bar in Portugal, I think. Um who else Magnetic Fields managed to squeeze out 50 great songs this year uh, guided by voices uh released not one but probably 18 Uh, Really good albums this year And LCD Sound System LCD Sound System made the heavy as heaven Oh shit we're going to die Album that I always wanted them uh, to make Um, And everybody At their big summer shows Didn't want to hear them play Um, And that's got to be a close contender For record of the year I'm just a whiskery bear Coming out of hibernation People point and they stare So I'm buying a white t-shirt and I'm moving to Berlin It's important. Just try and keep as still as possible. Hit the ball as light as possible. Don't move the feet. Just the hands. Just the hands. Roll. <laughs> it's still a solid base. But it doesn't really matter what we think at Wolf Mania, the podcast, because by law, some kind of uh, music journalism by law this year, you have to say that the record of the year was Kendrick Lamar's Damn. And it is great. Um, It it really is good. Um, It has disparate flows, kaleidoscopic beats, afrodelic jazz jams, you know, all the stuff that I like. Um, There's dizzying (laughs) wordplay. Look, I listened to it twice. It goes on a bit. Um, and it's not quite as good as the last one. But it is undeniably brilliant and uh, definitely the best record that features U2 this year out of this one and the uh, the U2 record. The thing that struck me about Dam, though, was, uh, was uh, Kendrick's boast this time around that all the beats for this album uh, were, were made on an iPhone. Um, I guess that's sort of punk, isn't it? Sort of punk rock and inclusive. Anyone could do this on a phone. Look how hard I'm not trying. And, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of that fake shrug. I'm, I'm from the 90s. Uh, we all used to do that. Oh, this, this is nothing. I just did it on my phone. It's, you know, it's a Steve Malkmus guitar solo. It's that kid at school who uh, totally didn't do any revision when he was acing his exam. It's, uh, I think, what the uh, the youth of today would call a humble brag. You know what I'd have preferred Kendrick Lamar to say when he was announcing his new album? I'd have liked him to say... I witnessed, without any hope of my eye closing, the terrible sensory overload of the black vomit of Chornobog. And that is why this year's Wolfmania Album of the Year is Chornobog by Chornobog. Chornobog. The new cassette by one-man Ukrainian teenage metal prodigy Markov-Sorovka. It's four songs in 63 minutes. Boiling hatred, relentlessly grim funereal doom, death and blackened metal, self-devouring, sensory overloading, skull-crushing saxophone interludes, and brilliant song titles like hallucinatory black breath of possession, mountain eye amalgamation. Yep, Chornobog by Chornobog. Is the Wolfmania album of the year 2017? Congratulations, Markov. Why don't we have a little listen to the first 20 minutes? Don't worry, there's plenty more left after that. Of the opening track, The Vomiting Chornobog Gods of Cognitive Dissonance. Enjoy. <sighs> Welcome back, listeners. Uh, you are still here. Um, not sure how the uh, cultural roundup of the year is uh, faring for you, but I'm sure you enjoyed a little bit of Chornobog there. I've got a few uh, few other notes on uh, things we've got here. Let's race through them. Uh, Book of the year is my favourite thing is Monsters by Emil Ferris. Uh, An unbelievable 60s set murder mystery. A love letter to monster magazines and art history. 386 pages all drawn in biro. Can't recommend that enough out on Fantagraphics. Uh, uh, It's actually brilliant. TV of the year. I've got... Well, you know I'm going to say The Handmaid's Tale and Twin Peaks The Return. Uh, But one of those I couldn't finish. And the other one I could only watch through my hands. Uh, So in actuality... Death in Paradise is... uh, Probably uh, TV show of the year and and match of the day. Uh, sausage of the year, promised you that. Uh, cauldron Cumberland vegetarian herb and pepper. Uh, well, the worst food stuff of the year is the corn fish finger. It's uh, it's 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 a trap. Honestly, it's a trap. It looks exactly like a fish finger. The texture is exactly that of a fish finger. It's golden, it's crumbly, then you break it in half, and inside is just a smell of fish. Absolutely disgusting. Uh, No taste, completely taste-free, but the absolute rancid stank of uh, rotting fish. Not that there's any in there. Um, And speaking of rancid stank, I've got podcast of the year... It's Wolfmania, the podcast, of course. And thank you all for being a part of that. Uh, i had a little look at the stats this week, and I can tell you that you, Ulf, hello Ulf, still out there in the Airland Islands, are one of 2,792 unique fans who've joined us on this journey. Uh, so thank you very much for being there. Uh, top ten list of fans... Uh, we've got number one the uk 1620 fans hi guys uh we've got 886 of you in the u.s poland uh you are out there uh hello in uh, guinea poland japan hello out there and uh number five this year uh australia thank you to our 19 australian fans which i suspect is the break room uh in uh just one bunnings warehouse mate uh just listening there over their uh coffee and their uh their snags uh so hi there hello in norway italy germany mexico and sweden as uh well and uh, a big shout out to our solitary one-of-a-kind wolf maniacs wolf maniacs out there in latvia taiwan the ukraine and of course the of islands um had a bit of a, a look at uh how the uh the figures were playing out for our uh, our most played episodes as well this week and uh, uh you'll you'll never guess which uh the most popular episodes of uh the podcast over our 33 week journey has been um the most popular one was uh was the first one and uh, second place was the the the, the second one the uh, the third placed episode was was the third one that, that we did. Then we did quite well with our Mark Maron episode um, then the fourth one and then the fifth one. and then the sixth one the the worst performing episode we did uh, was last week. and the one before that did incredibly badly as well. If you were looking at the trends, you would say that essentially, it's been getting progressively less and less popular as time goes by. Our appeal is becoming more selective. Uh, the process of weeding out is very much underway. And it was at that stage that I thought I might have a little chat with Timps about how his year had gone uh, on the podcast. Let's see if we can salvage any of this. So anyway, Tims, I thought that uh, maybe we should uh, take this year-end review away from some of the cultural highlights. Boss Baby, No Bog, Wolf Mania, the podcast. And maybe, maybe we should uh, attempt your year-end review. I mean, I'm I'm happy to sit here and do a performance review for you all night, Tims. Um, But, you know, you'll always be your best career advocate. Um, I've got some notes on some of the topics that I thought you might want to cover off. Um, And uh, probably the first one, I'd say, would be uh, your accomplishments. I mean, I think you've come a long way this year, Timps. Um, You have gone from zero to hero in broadcasting terms, and you've been an incredible support and a fantastic uh, friend uh, to me. But you probably shouldn't assume that your manager, uh, that's me, Really knows the uh, the full extent of uh, of what you did this year. Do, do you have any emails citing you for a job well done? Maybe a customer testimonial. And strangely, listeners, just after that question was asked, the audio becomes as unlistenable as a Charno Bog reggae jam. Not quite sure how that happened, but if we really listen closely, we might just be able to make out Tim's answer. And who could ask for more than that? If we all maybe mentioned the podcast to a few people, well, we'd be laughing. Maybe not laughing in a <laughs> love comedy podcast sort of a way, but, you know, just laughing in general. Still, we've got plenty of time left to sort that out. Oh, no, hold on. We haven't. Because next week is episode Z of Wolfmania, the podcast. The very possibly last ever episode of Wolfmania the podcast the season finale the electrifying conclusion I'll be joined here in studio and out of studio by Timpsy by Big Paws the Cat and by a cast of thousands as we record very possibly for the last ever time probably about three hours of merry making episode Z of Wolfmania the podcast we're going to the zoo things could get a little bit emo have a reasonably enjoyable and uh, safe uh, new year this evening till then take care